Hello everyone, it's Joe here and welcome to episode number 20 of the Snake Draft FPL League podcast. In this show, we'll be going through all the key issues in Draft Fantasy Premier League. There'll be a bit about our league, which is hosted by the website Draft Fantasy Football. We use official FPL scoring with the addition of Kante points, which are one extra point per every two tackles or interceptions. So while we're focused on DFF, what we chat about will also definitely apply to official FPL and Togger-style Draft Fantasy as well. We'll also chat through a couple of general football and fantasy topics, such as team and player comparisons. If you're listening on audio and you haven't seen the YouTube channel, I would definitely advise going over there because we do a few more bits than just the podcast. Snake Draft FPL is a 12-man head-to-head league, and I am joined today by three of them. First up, Mr. Reliable. Well, we've got two Mr. Reliables. I'll start with Nick first. Nick, how are you doing? You missed out last week. You're offended that I referred to you as the B team. How are you feeling? Ready to prove us wrong? <clears throat> ready to go rock and roll after they're being slapped about next week last week by Nathan so no no, no shit and by the way please thank you very much right and uh, next up Mike how are you doing yeah you I'm feeling? good thank you a, li- a little nervous for this game week current one but you never know we'll get mm. on to that yeah we will get on to that and finally Nathan it's been a while the time difference hasn't been in your favour at the moment but how are you doing yeah, yeah, all good, all good. Still top of the league. Still, uh, yeah. nobody's catching me. Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> um, just, we are recording live. Uh, well, we're not recording live, but we are recording during the Brighton-Chelsea game. We're about 10 minutes in, uh, and I believe Nafe is watching it. Mike has it on in the background, and I don't, and I don't think Nick does either, but we've got score notifications. So if you hear a bit of ooing and ahhing, we're going to try and keep it to a minimum. But if we if you hear some ooing and ahhing, that's probably what it's about. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we will move straight on to the current game week, which we are in the middle of. Um, and we'll start off actually with me versus Nath because we're both on the call. Um, so our game is seriously in the balance. Uh, well, Nath's winning, but it could all go. It could all change. But Nath is certainly ahead at the moment. Um, I'm on thirty five. And I've got six players remaining, uh, including a Chelsea defender, Rudiger, and uh, uh, God, Cucurella! Oh! Sorry. <laughs> 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 and uh, a Brighton defender, Burn, uh, as well. Um, yeah, and Naif is on 40, uh, where is it? 46 points. He's 11 46. points ahead. Uh, he's got five players remaining, including, as you can probably tell, Cucurella and Lamptey and Kante, who are all playing at the moment. So we have a lot in the balance as this game is live. Uh, Nave, talk us through your game week so far. How's it been for you so far? Um, I I tried to pick up a few double game week players and uh, some risky ones. So I picked up mm-hmm. Van Der Beek. So he's got me uh, a, a lot. Van Der Beek. Uh, for uh, what was it? I had was um, it Ramsey. Yeah, Ramsey. Yeah, Jesus, what a bad mistake that was. Yeah, I, I was just trying to go for the double game week players. Yeah, I would have just to, just just to try and get like four points instead of uh, two points. Generally, yeah. fair enough. But uh, and you you yeah, carry on. Sorry, but I'm I'm not too sure what else I've done. I, I I've been uh, very poor. I've been very poor this week. I don't have Salah, I don't have Ben Rama, and they're they're fifty percent of my team. So uh, 
yeah, I'm still still winning. Yeah, I still won last week, so mm. uh, Afcon's done me a favour, really. Yeah, I mean, Mr. Uh, from my point of view, it's that eight Nori second assist that he got in the Wolves yeah. game in like the ninety second yeah. minute because that also that got him the three points for the assist and the max bonus as well. He wasn't even on bonus. Well, I was, I was hoping, I was hoping for a clean sheet. If it, he would have got mm. a clean sheet as well, that would have been really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, that but, but banger. Yeah, but um. Eight Nori doesn't play, so oh, it's it's fine. Dave, Dave's saying that he doesn't play. What a square head! Yeah, <laughs> you picked him up, didn't you, in the week? And Dave Dave commented saying eight Nori doesn't even play. Yeah, shows why he's been Sacco. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Nave. No offense. Um, yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that eight Nori. That eight Nori kind of killed me. Uh, uh, for me, so far this week, I've not really had anything apart from uh, a few Kante points here and there and the KDB goal and Max Bonus. Mm-hmm. I was fucking cheering that goal. I was doing the ironing while that goal went in and I was absolutely out of my seat uh, when it went in, but it might all be for nothing. I thought that was going to be the start of a great game week and it's kind of my returns have just dried up. The the Jota blank was very disappointing, especially as he hit the post and then missed a one-on-one within about five minutes of each other. I was... Tearing my hair out about that, but there we are. Uh, what can you do? So, yeah, we've got a lot on the line. I think you're probably going to win. I need a lot of things to go my way to, to pull it back, to be honest. Um, I think but, it's all down yeah, to this we'll game, see. to be honest. And then yeah, how, I mean, uh, how Lucas Moura does. And then that's it. Yeah. I think I think if, you, if Brighton keep a clean... I mean, I have got Dan Byrne in this game, so it's not... Obviously, you're further ahead if Brighton keep a clean sheet in this. Mm. But uh, it's yeah, I, I'm going to need a miracle from Brentford mm. probably if if uh, Brighton keep it clean today, and I, I don't see that happening really. So yeah, not ideal. Anyway, moving on to the next game week, Nick, you are playing John. You're on 35 points with six players to play. He is on 26 with just four players to play. Looking like you're home and dry. Uh, even that, I mean. 35 is okay with six to play actually now i'm being harsh there that that's not too bad how uh how's your game week been so far it's been all right i'm just pulling it up now i've not actually checked it <laughs> a great deal because it's only playing john professional so. podcast yeah, that's all you need i always always all i need all i, all I saw is uh Tr- trent with 10 and the port clean i was like oh, that's all i need <clears throat> and then obviously mount didn't start the previous chelsea game He's been one of my better players uh, previous couple of game weeks, so I was a bit pissed at that. But he start him and Lukaku have started this game only playing Brighton, so oh would my expect, God. would expect to return from either of those. Trossard didn't start, um, which is a bit of a pain, but I mean, yeah. So I feel like I could, I could beat him. Um, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's all I got to say. Yeah, uh, he's not really had anything go for him so far, has he? He's got no, no. attacking returns, I don't think. Uh, especially with the Wat- Watford having their game cancelled as well. I means Dennis mm. is going to come back to haunt me. I was a bit worried about that. Yeah, um, very true. But, yeah. Um, the Madison is, uh, yeah. TBC it's, to play yeah. cause a problem. But, but I've got Daka to play in that game as well. But yeah, his team's distinctly average with uh, no standout players. Apart from maybe. Wow, brutal. Okay then, <laughs> fair enough. Uh, next up, we have got Mike. You are on twenty-three points with four to play, 
as of before the start of this game. Jordan's on 26 points with six to play. But uh, from Jord's point of view, he doesn't have Kovacic playing this evening, does he? He didn't start today, so no, he's you've got a, you've got a sniffer chance. And it looks like Luke Shaw's not going to be in the squad either. So he's it's actually more like George's got four to play. So you're actually kind of pre this game only three points behind. But that double Chelsea defence could be yeah. a problem. I mean, watching the game now, Brighton are going to score. Yeah. Got, <laughs> they are hammering. They are hammering it. They're going to score, so that's good for me. I mean, I know I've got Thiago Silva, but him having as as P and uh, Alonso, I need Brighton to score really. Um, yeah, I've got Jorginho playing. Hopefully, he can get me some Kante points. Uh, like you say, Shaw's out. Um, hopefully, Regleon is out with the Spurs game. He, yeah, um, he, he, I, I think he'll probably be back, but it's yeah. I'm hoping maybe. hoping he'll be out. He does get the six points from the same match if Shaw doesn't play, right? Nah, no, he, he won't. He won't get them. He's already got three forwards. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 why I would could, you not start yeah. the same Maxi man? Like, especially against Watford. <laughs> against Watford. I mean, yeah, I know. I can I can understand King because he's got a double. He looked like he was going to have a double game yeah. week. I can kind of understand Cavani as well because he's got a double game week. Although, is he realistically going to start both games? I don't know. Probably not. But Ings away to United versus St Max versus Watford. It would have been St Max for me. I think out of the mm. two of those. I think for everyone it would be. <laughs> you would have thought, yeah. I mean, St. Max's form has been a bit... Well, not great. It's not been awful, but it's not been great. But yeah, th- the fixture there is too good to turn down, I think. So I would yeah, have... Uh, definitely. I, th- I, think, I think George's problem is he thinks that Man United are absolute trash. So yeah, he'll play so he like just, Danny Ings against yeah. them. Mm. He, he, he's blinded he's, by hate. Yeah, blinded yeah. by his hate, yeah. Yeah. In the words of uh, Dumb- Fourth Dumbledore. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, he also has no keeper this week because Ramsdale's blanked and he picked up Backman, real smart pickup there, who got dropped for the for Foster, who's come back from injury. So uh, he's, got, he's got no keeper either, which is quite amusing. Um, and if Reglion is injured, he may only get two defenders out as well. So Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I'm only three points behind him. And it, it, yeah. I could gain these points easy, really. I mean, it only takes an Umbermo goal. And uh, yeah. you know that could win it for you. It's a yeah, pretty low-scoring yeah, game, yeah. or you can hit post again. I'm hoping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <you did. laughs> yeah. I'm hoping uh, for a Jorginho penalty. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah. Okay then. Seems uh, to be the only place where he gets points from. Yeah, well, he does score a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, around the rest of the league, then um, Dave is playing Ben. It's not looking great for Dave, although a haul for many of his players could nick it. He's on 23 with four left. Ben's on 34 with three left. So, uh, yeah, not a great game week for Dave there. His his boys have kind of let him down, but he still has got uh, Harry Kane and uh, Tony left to play uh, and a couple of... So that's good four points. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ben, on the other hand, has got his Kante point Brentford boys going again. Canos and Norgard, so you know you'd expect at least three or four points each there. Um, Norgard is an absolute machine 
for Kante points. I think he's going to break. I think he's going to get more than Declan Rice did last year. I think he's going to be the highest scoring. I mean, every every week it's like between like three and six Kante points. It's mad how many Kante points he gets. He's going to. He's going to. By the end of the season, I think he'll be far and away the highest in the league. Um, so good pick there for, for Ben. No wonder he starts him every week. Um, so yeah, that that's we're hoping that's going to be a Dave loss. Uh, although that if I lose, Ben will actually go ahead of me. But I'd rather that than uh, the people Dave. up the top get more <laughs> points. So yeah, that's that game. And then f- uh, what else we got? Connor's playing Brad. Absolute whitewash. Corns on forty six with five to play. He got the Bruno brace. All his United boys playing. Uh, Brad's had a fucking stinker. He dropped. Uh, he made a great waiver this week. Uh, who was it he picked up? Can anyone uh, off the top of their head remember? I think. Oh, it was Coutinho. So he picked up Coutinho this week instead of dropping. You know, Marcel, uh, who didn't play, or you know. <laughs> Che Adams, who got one point, uh, he decided to drop Harrison, who scored a hat trick. <laughs> so, well done, Brad. That's transfer of the week. Um, and finally, we have Mac, who's on fifty-seven with four to stinker, play. Stinker of the week. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did shout this out to be stinker of the week. Look, it's gonna, it's an absolute whitewash. Mac has had one of those. Mac has <gasps> these weeks every so often. And uh, they're just—he just has these crazy weeks where you know Fabinho scores, Fred gets eight points, Cancelo's eleven, Cody nine. So, yeah, Max absolutely demolished Bohr. I think it would take a Ronaldo like five or six goals for him to get back into that. So, that's that. If we look at the league table, uh, obviously the get current game still in flux. Nafe miles ahead on forty-nine. Congratulations, Nafe. You have made the playoffs. Uh, Jordan Russell, 42 in second. Nick is third on 39. Um, then we've got the big scrap for the fourth playoff spot. Brad is currently holding it on 34. John's on 34. Dave's on 33. Uh, and all three of them are losing at the moment. So if any people below win, it could really bunch up. Uh, looks like I'm probably going to lose which is annoying because I'm on 28 so that would have put me really close Ben's on 27 he'll be right in the mix if he beats Dave Connor's on 27 so he'll be there as well Mac is also winning and he's on 25 so that he'll he'll even be up there can't assist can't assist can't assist prick he scored come on Uh, it was uh, Ziyech Rudiger (sighs) Ziyech fuck Oh, uh, there goes my Veltman, <laughs> There goes my Brighton double, uh, double oh, bar. Was it Kante <laughs> assist? You've got to be kidding me. Was it Kante? Yeah. Look. Kante assist. Bam. Quality. Oh, well. At least that's the double clean wiped out. That's better than you than Brighton keeping a clean sheet. At least, I don't, at least I don't have to worry about that now. Looking at the league table, um, me and George are going to be kind of cut away from you guys lower down. So fourth is really opening up, but the top yeah. three positions are really starting to pull away. Um, Looks like you'll be eight points clear of um, yeah. <clears throat> of the cutoff. 
So oh, that, that how many points clear am I? I'm like twelve points clear. Of yeah. yeah. Like After if you win this week, you will be um, a lot. Yeah. Uh, Eighteen <laughs> points clear. If you it's quite. It's um, next, with no next gaps, as well. Yeah, yeah. no gaps ridiculous, <laughs> but it's quite nice to have a have quite a gap to the police below because it means I can I don't have to like change my team every week. Picked up yeah. Romero this week and just with a bit of a sort of looking forward. You know, he's not going to be straight into the squad. I'd give it a couple of weeks. Romero. Yeah, I don't even know who you mean by Romero. Rome- Romero, the Christy, Christy Romero. Romero. Sorry, picked him up. He's oh, that's Spurs. Yeah, the centre back. I was like, Romario. R- <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, pick, pick yeah, it's nice because you can you can plan ahead a little bit, can't yeah, you? Like a yeah, like Yeah, we'll, we'll go on to my trade that I made with Mike earlier, um, a bit further on. But we yeah, will because pretty... that is planned in later for the show, so yes. we'll definitely come back to that. Um, right then, that's the league table update. I'll do a. Um, manager of the month next week because I've not sorted it yet. We're only two weeks in anyway, uh, so that'll that'll be boxed. Okay, the main segment of the show then um, we are going to look at the non top six mids, and I've just picked out what I believe are the best six non top six mids from six different teams. So I didn't duplicate any teams. Uh, so I've basically gone for a West Ham mid. A Leeds mid, a Villa mid, a Palace mid, a Leicester mid, and a Brighton mid, uh, which are Bowen, Rafinha, Coutinho, Gallagher, Ma- Madison, and Trossard. Um, what we'll do is we'll just chat through each of the players um, sort of in turn and how we think they're going to do for the rest of the season. And then I will, at the end, each of us will rank how we think those six are, are ranked. Uh, for the rest of the season so we will start with Bowen and I will kick off with Mike hello there. Mike Bowen do you think just start off with do you think he is the best midfielder outside of the traditional top six clubs yeah uh, that's that's how I've ranked him right now he's definitely definitely up the top he just doesn't stop scoring or like keeps getting you points um, and it doesn't look like it's letting up at all. Just watching him play, he's, he's so good. He is, yeah, he's very, very good. Isn't he's he? very, very good. Yeah, uh, out of these six, he's definitely, uh, definitely top. Do you think there's a, a a worry that he might sort of slow down a bit? Uh, do you think he might be overperforming, or do you think he's just he's just that good? No, I, I think he is just that good. It, it's gone on too long for it to, you know. Be, be luck. Yeah, he's definitely he's just that good. I think. Fair enough, uh, Nick. I'll come to you next. Jared Bowen. Do you think? Do you th- do you agree with Mike? It's it's not a flash <laughs> in the pan. These returns are consistent, and and it will keep going. Well, I believe a couple of episodes back, I put him. He'd be was it top four, top five uh, for points mm-hmm. return this season, and I would stick with it. I think is. <clears throat> He's um, consistent. Well, the, the whole like West Ham front front team are all pretty consistent, but he seems to be one of the standout players for them. Um, statistic wise, he's how many? He's he's assists. He's on like a, eleven assists. Twelve assists. Twelve total. assists for this season. Um, 
It is, is, is magic. magic, especially for a team that typically. I mean, if he, if he was if he's the type of player to play for a traditional top four side and he's on twelve assisting, right? But he's not. He's he's a player, but he's outside the top 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 six, right? <clears throat> on twelve assists is pretty much unheard of unless you get to a special season. But I think he's going to continue yeah. to to continue yeah. the form, and um, I'll be on for my correct call of one, one of his, him or one of the. West Ham player midfielders being in the top five uh, come end of the season. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I think assists. I think he is overperforming a little bit. Um, you know, is ex- um, it's not all expected there, but his expected assists is is about three, and he's on twelve. He is a great set piece taker, so you know his corners and that are very good. And West Ham have a lot of big boys, so you would I would expect him to overperform that a little bit. Um, so maybe not to the extent he is. I don't think he'll finish on twenty plus assists, but you know I could see him eighteen, eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. I think is feasible. And and goals, you know, he's actually underperforming goals wise. I mean, he scored six goals this season. His xG is eight and a half. Yeah. So you know, for the season, especially towards the start of the season, he was really underperforming goal wise. So um, I could see. You know, I, I do think the points in general will continue. Uh, Nath, what do you, what do you think about Jared Bowen? Is he? Do you think he's one of the you know real the real big boys in fantasy this year? Uh, yeah, I guess so. But um, you never know what's going to happen with West Ham. Are they going to go late into the uh, uh, Europa? What's going to happen True. there? So that I'm I'm a little bit concerned with having Ben Rama and Antonio going uh, going into this this period that's going to be coming up. Um, so yeah, if he can stay fit, then sure. But, yeah, I yeah. think that'll that'll play sort of a big a big factor in it, won't it? If he can stay fit, and not just him, like the core of the team as well, they need they yeah. need to keep fit. I mean, when Antonio, yeah. imagine imagine if fit, they lose like Declan Rice or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. I mean, yeah, they'd be screwed, wouldn't they? I, yeah. I think Rice, Antonio, you know, they're they're going to look like in a different side. I think without either of those two. Uh, next yeah. up, uh, we will go for Rafinha of Leeds. Um, he was in brilliant form earlier in the season. I think it's probably unfair to say he's fallen away, but he's not been grabbing the headlines lately. I'd say. Um, Nath, I'll come straight back to you. Do you think Rafinha is a, is a bit overlooked at the moment, or do you think he's he's just not been playing that well? I think just Leeds in general haven't been playing that well. So, like uh, their midfield hasn't been strong enough, their defence hasn't been strong enough. So they they've been sitting back normally uh, more than they uh, would like to. But uh, just that game against West Ham, you can see the glimmer of uh, brilliance by him and by uh, Bielsa's tactics. So if uh, if they can play Bielsa ball, then he's a perfectly good person to have. But with the injuries that they had recently, he hasn't been shining because obviously they've been dropping deeper. Yeah, I think that. I mean, they're riddled with injuries as well, aren't they? And, and absences yeah. in general. Bamford, obviously, the the headline miss. Yeah, yeah, they won't call off games. No, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think um, I do think he's go- he's going a bit under the radar at the moment. Uh, he could he could have had about five assists in that West Ham game, honestly. Like, yeah. create. I think he created something. I didn't. I I don't have the stat in front of me, but I think he created something like ten or eleven chances, which is pretty yeah. mad. Uh, Mike, what are your thoughts on Rafinha? Do you think 
he'll he'll sort of get back to his best and, and start grabbing the headlines again. Yeah, I, f- I think a lot of it um, does come down to Leeds actually getting some players back. Uh, they're a great Leeds are a great attacking team. They're not the best defensively, but if when they are on attack, Rafina is is usually the person involved, whether it's an assist, setting up an assist, or scoring. You know, he's all he is always involved. So, um, I mean, on at the six, I've, I've put him like third sort of thing at the six for my ranking. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Nick, what are your thoughts? Same as you lot, I think. Um, obviously, Leeds aren't doing that well, riddled with injuries. But also, you also have the fact that um, BLC teams generally start to wear out after a few yeah, years. That's a good point. Um, so, you know, Rafinha is a fantastic player, um, but I, I think his form will continue. Depends on how well <clears throat> Leeds continue, and whether they take chop Bielsa and bring someone in who plays a more different style of football. If I guess if Leeds get back to performing how they did last season, then he's going to kick on. But I don't see that happening. So I don't think. Uh, I, I don't okay. think he's gonna 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 continue. I don't think he he's gonna do be a particularly valuable asset. Um, so you think um, my fifty pound bet with Jord from game week sixteen onwards, who scores more, KDB or Rafinha? Do you think I've done quite well out of that then? I think if you don't win, <laughs> I'll give you fifty quid, Joe. <laughs> Whoa! You heard that, boys? Insurance <laughs> <laughs> on the bet. We love that. Um, Okay, okay then next up uh, a man that we don't really have any well I feel nervous about saying this but I don't really have any stats for which you know I hate uh, because he's only played what was it 25 minutes 35 minutes maybe uh, and that is Coutinho obviously just signed for Villa for the rest of the season on loan um, looked pretty good when he came on against United uh, yeah. you know he scored obviously scored in his debut could have had an assist as well um, good performance from him showed a bit bit of class and do you know what the one thing I really noticed and I, I this may not last every time they got the ball they just like wanted to pass to him straight away it, mm. he had that real like star power when like a, a smaller team signs a big name and they just wanted to give him the ball constantly which might hurt some of their other assets but it's definitely good for Coutinho um, okay then I'll go back straight back to you Nick what uh what are your thoughts on Coutinho? Where, where, how do you think he he kind of slots in with the rest of these boys? Do you think do you think he's going to be one of the better performers out of these, or do you think he might not not live up to the the hype? Uh, I think he's overhyped. He's not the same player who was in the, when he played for Liverpool. People looking at him, they look at me like, oh, but he's not done well at Barca. He didn't do well at Bayern. Bayern and Barca play different styles of football, and he didn't fit fit either of those. Right? <laughs> Bayern, you could argue, you could argue Bayern play a similar style that. Uh, Liverpool did right. He played out. He played out on the left. Um, I don't. I think. I think. I don't think he's the same player. I mean, he's going to do all right, but I, I can't see him kicking on and being like being like a. Well, he's not being Bruno from last season. I'll ask you this: Do you think he will perform for the rest of the season as Grealish did for Villa last year? No. No, no, he's not. That's not anybody who thinks that's a direct replacement, or you can. No, no, no. I'm not, I don't think they're not. the same kind of player. No. I just mean in terms of fantasy potential. You don't think no. he, points? 
No. no okay. Fair enough. Uh, Nath, we saw some eyebrows there, and the YouTube viewers will will have too if they're paying attention. So, what what are your thoughts on uh, you know what what Nick's just said about about Coutinho? I just need to take the kind words from uh, Conor McGregor. Shut your mid. <laughs> wow. Was that going to be Irish accent? <laughs> yeah, yeah, awful, awful. Um, but Nick. Obviously, he's not the same player. Well, football has changed since then. He's uh, because back then you could have slow wingers, and now they're not playing with slow wingers. It's fast wingers, and he's gone more inside. Um, he's a perfect player to have inside. He wants to be there where uh, he's going to be bumping off of other players, uh, especially uh, the defending players, the other midfielders. Just a perfect player to have. Having that uh, rat. Um, Ramsey running off of him as well just that's a perfect pairing perfect yeah, I pairing. Like that pairing I must admit yes. I like it a lot okay so I can see him getting like eight, 80 points in uh, until the end of the season something like that okay fair enough so do you think would you say he'll perform to a similar level fantasy wise that Grealish did for Villa last year uh, yeah, I I don't think it'd be far off either. To be honest, Mike, I'll go to you next. You seem your facial expressions are telling me you're kind of in the middle of these two. I think I probably oh, yeah, I'm. Uh, what do you think Switzerland? I think. Um, so I, I ranked Coutinho below all these other players. Ooh. Reason? No, no. The reason being, he's played 25 minutes. You know, we haven't actually seen him play more games. It's hard to... It's against United. A dog uh, yeah, I know, I know. But anyone can score against United these days. They're not exactly... exactly. Uh... <laughs> um, he is a great player. He's great at Liverpool. I don't really follow European football as much, so I didn't really see him a great deal. But um, no. if... Do I think he'll do as well as Grealish? No. Could he get maybe 70-plus points? It's easily doable, end of the season, like from now. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely worth having in your team. That would be what, five looks, or, average five or six points a game? Yeah. So Some games like, he's going to blank. Some games he might you know, get yeah. you a double digits. Exactly. One thing I will say about Coutinho, uh, he's always been great on bonus points, like one of the best. Um, mm. Those kind of creative players... Um, he doesn't lose the ball that much and uh, you know it, it just the way he plays is, is great for bonus so an attacking return normally means bonus as well so instead of five and six pointers you're normally getting seven eight nine eight, which yeah, actually yeah. adds up quite quite substantially over the you know over the games um, I think I don't know I'm a little bit more bullish on him than Mike is but maybe not quite the extent of Nafe. I think I think he's I think he suits their system perfectly in the yeah. fact that they play with Douglas Louise, who's a nasty bastard who's just going to get yellow cards and tackles and then they've got that kind of midfield pair ahead of him of Coutinho and Ramsey that are very different Ramsey likes to you know run off the ball and and do make late runs and burst into the box and stuff and Coutinho's a bit more of a playmaker you know he'll dribble and pass and play a lot of one-twos and stuff which I think suits them quite well um, I don't think he'll be returning week in week out uh, mainly because I I think I, I don't see him 
being the man on the end of balls in the box, which is where generally like a lot of goals come from. But you know, he is great from outside the box as well. I see him probably for the rest of the season. I would say my prediction would be maybe five goals and seven assists, something like that, which would probably work out as about 60, 70 points, I would say. So, uh, yeah, I think I think he's going to be good. For, definitely a good signing for Villa. I mean, it's just, just what they needed, I think. He's just a better Buendia or Sanson or whoever. You know, he's just the same player but better than those two. So, okay, next up, we're going to talk about Conor Gallagher. We talk about him quite a lot, so we'll keep this one reasonably short um i'll go straight back to nafe conor gallagher nafe do you think he keeps up the sort of attacking potential we've seen or or do you think it'll, it'll dry up a bit uh quality player but i can see Eze and elise getting more game time in this second half of the year so then he's going to drop back into a more defensive role he won't be uh, mm. pushing on into the box as much that's uh, my prediction but yeah great great player great player yeah i i, I think that's probably an astute observation. When they play with with that extra man ahead of him, he, he does sit a lot more uh, and kind of mm. plays more of the role he played for West Brom, um, yeah. which doesn't see him in the box quite so much. Which is a shame because I think he's great when he does get into the box. Mike, I'll come to you next. Um, what are your thoughts? Uh, I love him. I love Gallagher. He's brilliant. Uh, often gets, it's not often, but does get you the double points you know, in fantasy, um, gets the bonus. Uh, I've got him second actually out of the out of these six. Fair enough. I don't. I don't um, think it's a given that he, that he slows down. I, you no, know, I mean he player. might slow down, but like you said, on. like let's say an easy. But uh, I think there's a chance. More. I think it's more chance of them taking over positions for like Benteke and AU, like swapping them out, than it is Gallagher. Mm. I think you should be playing Gallagher every game. Personally, yeah. I think he'll still play. Yeah, he, I think he, he'll just play deeper. He will play. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Okay, we'll see. Uh, Nick, thoughts on Gallagher? Yeah. I think you're muted, Nick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think you. I think you continue with the current form, returning uh, big scores every now and then, um, and then sort of mm-hmm. between three, twos, threes, and fives in between. I think I'd probably. Continual season with maybe a few blank, few sort of extended blanks, but I don't see a reason why yeah. he wouldn't, wouldn't continue. Considering he's done it from the, from the start of the season, mm-hmm. and he's, he's talented, isn't he? That's the I thing. mean, yeah. I mean, when you watch him play, you're not—he's not faking it. He, he's a, he's no. a really talented boy. So yeah, I don't see why. Like, uh, it, it just comes down to the position for me. I think as long as he yeah. stays in that kind of free eight role, I think it'd be but great. Why would they change it? That's, that's the way. Well, I, do you know? I think the problem they've got yeah. actually is that Elise, I think, looks like a really talented player. Mm-hmm. And I think he is going to be sort of almost demanding more game time. Then you've yeah. got, I think, Eduard is their best striker. So I think he yeah. plays. Then, then you've got a problem. They like to Zaha play on the left. because he's great at pressing. Then you've got Zaha as well, who kind of needs to play. So then the, Eze's I coming it, back into it. Eze's back as well. Mm. I, it wouldn't surprise me if they swapped to more of a four-two-three-one and see someone like Elise or Eze at number ten, and then Gallagher and one other, you know, sitting in a defensive role. Kiate probably, yeah. Um, which I think would be a shame. 
for Gallagher, to be honest, because I think he's better, you know, breaking into the box. But I could see that happening. But Vieira seems like the kind of manager that changes stuff all the time, so maybe that wouldn't even happen for a prolonged spell anyway. Um, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see on that. Uh, but I think it just, yeah, it just comes down to the position of him. Uh, next up is James Madison. He had a slow start to the season. Leicester did in general. They were crap. He wasn't even really in the team for a while. And then he had a great performance in Europe, came back into the team. He had a bit of a dressing down by Rogers apparently, at the training yeah. ground. Um, and he's been brilliant. You know, the last two months, you'd say, probably. Madison, he's been fantastic. He's got five goals, five assists in that time. Um, do you think, Mike, I'll come to you first, do yeah. you think he'll continue what he's been doing the last month or two for the rest of the season? Do you like Do you like him as a, as a fantasy asset? I, yeah, I, I do like Madison as a fantasy asset. I think he played really well last season. Points. Um, I've, you know, it was terrible at the start of the season. Everyone thought, what the hell's going on <laughs> like, compared to the Shocking. previous season? Yeah, um, but no, I, th- I think he'll continue. I, th- I think he'll keep getting points, averaging out. Some some weeks he might blank, but a lot of them he's doing quite well for attack and return. So yeah, I don't know what his XG is or X or anything like that. I have no idea. I imagine uh, it's, quite it's not bad. He's got his XG is three and he's got five goals, but then he does normally overperform because he likes those sort of speculative yeah. long range shots and he's very good at them. So he, and his X. Ex- his XA on the season is 1.5 uh, and he's got three regular assists. Yes. So overperforming. Yeah. He is overperforming, but he he's one of those players that I would expect to slightly overperform because yeah. of the way he is delivery from set pieces and long shots and stuff. It is generally sort of low XG chances and stuff. So I'm not too surprised. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me to see a little bit of regression. Uh, Nick, thoughts on Madison? What do you think? Keep going. Uh, yeah, same as Mike, really. Being, like you said, Jay, it's the slow start of the season since, since, I guess, game week 13. He's returned 16, 10, 2, 16, 10, 4. Um, and obviously, the game against Spurs is tomorrow. But I mean, that's yeah. pretty good, pretty good form. I don't know if he's going to continue that. That's, that's probably an average in a, a double pointer every other week. So he's not going to continue that, but he's a class operator. Um, and Leicester are uh, half decent side, so I can see him uh, doing all right for the rest of the season. Cool, Naif. Anything to add? Yeah, I'm a little bit annoyed. I picked him up uh, two weeks before he came back into form, and dropped him straight away. Mm. I had him for a week as well. He just he, he had a he had a shocker of a game. I don't know who it was against, but it was awful. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on what's happening with Leicester. They seem to be riddled with injuries and that. Yeah. And I, I yeah. don't know who's who, who's he better with. Is he better with uh, Kelechi, Daka, or uh, well, Vardy when they're playing? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, in my head, he works great with Vardy. But I, I think I'm sure I remember seeing a Leicester account on Twitter saying that his returns are like way better when Vardy's not on the pitch. Which doesn't yeah, yeah, in my head make well. sense, but I'm pretty sure mm. his returns are way better when Vardy's out. And Vardy is injured for a little while, so mm. you know we can wait and see if that. I think he, I think he works well with um, Kelechi, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, um, right, that's cool. Then uh, is that all of them? No, one more, uh, and that is Trossard. Trossard. Um, you know, 
Trossard's a fucking weird player, I think. He, he seems... I mean, I know he's not playing tonight, but generally he's pretty integral to the way Brighton play, whether it's false nine, on the left, cam, on the right. Like, he, he can play anywhere, and he generally does play sort of most common off the left. Um, mm. I just think he's kind of really underperformed so far this season, uh, just because of the... You know, Brighton are pretty good, um, and he's always playing... But the returns never seem to really follow. Um, Nick, you own him and you you mm-hmm. like Trossard. Um, mm-hmm. Are you? Yeah, you know, he's got four goals, one assist so far this season. Do you think that's a bit um, disappointing? Um, I generally like him because he starts most weeks. Apart from this week, yeah. um, starts most weeks. Um, he's a bit of a goal threat. I mean, I, I, would, I don't know what he'll ever trade him for. Um, he's, and he's not a player you would drop uh, so mm-hmm. hopefully he'll be able to like hopefully he's going to be able to kick on but I think I don't know maybe if Brighton starts to score more goals he might he yeah. might um, sort of mm-hmm. I mean Mape is not, not been at it um, which I'm sure well, surely yeah. if, if your striker's not scoring that must affect the rest of the team um, right so, you know, that, it's that's exactly what I was going to say mm-hmm. I, I think he he's got two kind of big problems well, not big problems, but I think the two things that stop him getting more returns are, first of all, he always wants to take an extra touch before he shoots. So yes. he struggles to get shots away in the box because he always wants to take that extra touch instead of just hitting it when he's in a good position. So he takes less shots than he should. And also, Mope is probably the most... How do I say this? He's probably the. I'd say he's probably the most wasteful striker in the league. Yeah. Um he he is just a nightmare. <laughs> he's a nightmare for FPL because you can see he's talented, he gets loads of chances, Brighton plays such great football, and then Mope either doesn't shoot when he should, or shoots and it's poor. Um and I, I just think like with a if if they had a really good striker that was making great runs and just hitting hitting shots, you know, first time or, or one touch mm-hmm. and hit, I think Trossard uh, would would get a lot more assists to be honest um, so yeah I, I just think he's, he's kind of handcuffed by himself and his teammates in, in how it takes him so long to shoot Brighton all the time you're like hit it hit it hit it and they, they never do um, Mike what do you think about Trossard do you think he can he can improve on his, his returns I mean he's been playing well it's just the returns yeah he's playing well in the short time I owned uh, Mope he wasn't doing anything didn't do anything for me at all but Trossard was the one that was uh, performing mm-hmm. at the time which annoyed me and uh, no I, I like him but like you said they just need a decent forward I think he's a bit of a cop tease isn't he he's a bit of a fancy he, yeah. cop and he, he gets I've been looking for his like his points there's lots of twos there like a lot yeah. He's blanking a hell of a lot more than he should be. Yeah, I mean, five attacking returns for a player that's playing in, for a decent side and starts every week is is not really good enough by this stage no. of the season. You'd, you'd say, no. uh, Nate, what are your thoughts on on Tross? So uh, yeah, it's just been the Brighton problem for the last three years that they haven't picked up a striker. Everyone's uh, said about them that the only problem is their their finishing. Um, so. Yeah, he's he's a great player, but everything around him just doesn't allow him to 
get shots off uh, in the right positions and also pass it to the right player to then for them to then score. So, yeah. How good do you one think Brighton would have been if they'd got Edouard? I feel like that was a kind of perfect oh, for them. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, let him go to Paris. Yeah, unbelievable. I would have, I would have thrown 20, 20 mil um, at least, or or something like that. Yeah, it was, yeah it's you, unbelievable. Know, you know, it wasn't massive money that he went to Palace. And I'm, he went I'm, to tw- twelve mil or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was in the team. It was mil? like, yeah, yeah, it was less than twenty million. That's uh, absolutely nothing. I know. Nothing and a, I just remember a seeing a load of Brighton like fans on Twitter be like. When it when it was announced he signed for Palace, they were all just like, mm. "What? Why? Why the fuck did yeah, they yeah. sign him?" Because they link, kept getting linked with him. And I think yeah. a lot of Brighton fans thought it was a deal that was like, "Well, it was doable," and it was On the card, potentially yeah. going to happen. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he's just signed for Palace, and they were like, "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah, just, just stinks of like indecision. I think is the problem with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who, who did they bring in two two seasons ago? They brought oh. in Lacardia. Lacardia, yeah, yeah, and, he, and, he, and he's played. He's played like twenty minutes. Yeah, oh, unbelievable. He, what is, he is truly woeful as well. He yeah. played the other day. Did you see? He came on for like ten minutes a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And I remember Brighton fans being like, "Why the f- like? It, how is he? Even why is he still in this team? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> why is he even coming off the bench? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just that just seems a bit mad. Okay, then. Uh, so. That's all, all the six players we're going to be talking about. So now I just want to go around each of you and I want you to give me your ranking of these six, you know, from worst to best. Who you would most like to own for the rest of the season? Um, Mike, you can go first because yep. I think you've got your list to hand, which so well done. I would, I mean, now that you, you know, I changed it now because now that you said who I want to own, or who do you think will score the most points yeah. for the rest of the season? Uh, from now to the rest of the season, Bowen. Okay. Uh, Second. Then Gallagher. Yeah. Cortinho. Okay. Uh, Rafinha, Madison, Trossard. Interesting. Okay. It's kind of similar to mine, but not quite. Nick, what are you going for? Uh, Bowen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then toss up between Rafinha and Gallagher, I think. Okay. Um, closely followed by Madison, Coutinho, and then I hate this because I was trying to back my players, but I think Trossard's going to be way off the bottom of the rest of those five players. Yeah, yeah um, and I think that's yeah. I think that's disappointing. But it I, is I, disappointing. I agree, but you I feel, feel like he should up. be in the mix with all of these. Yeah, I feel I like that. No confidence yeah. that he will be. I feel feel bar bar um, Bowen. I think all of them um, you would expect to be on similar points, yeah. um, but obviously Bowen's way out ahead, and Trossard's going to be way off the bottom. So yeah, I think we can all agree with those two. Nath, what what do you reckon? If if it's just the games remaining, I'm going for Coutinho, Rafinha, Bowen, Madison. And then I don't care about the other players. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> wow. Yeah, okay. I, 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 can, I can just see Gerard getting the best out of him. I, I, can, I, can, I can see I, him doing well. I can, I can see, see him doing I can well. See, I can see Bowen slowing down or at least West Ham in general mm. slowing down. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've just got a feeling that um, Coutinho yeah. is going to be able to do something. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
the, the Welbeck. Yeah. yeah. What, what a clown. Come, fuck you, Welbeck. We need to clean. Um, yeah, I do you know I've got Bowen top, but no, I'm gonna. I, I think it's too obvious. I think I think Bowen will be top, <laughs> just because I think I think going against him being top it is just yeah. I think it's it's too easy. I, I think mm. Bowen will be top. Second, I've actually gone for Rafinha. Uh, yeah. I just think he's. I, to be honest, I think he's the best player on this list in terms yeah. of like. Actual, actual skill talent. level and I think Leeds will improve when they get some players fit uh, and even I mean even when they don't have players he still looks fucking good so yeah I'll go for Rafinha second uh, Coutinho I've gone for next um, I, I, I see him sort of just a bit lower than Rafinha next I've gone for Gallagher but I think Gallagher and Madison is pretty close but I've gone for Mad- uh, Gallagher next, then Madison, and then your boy Trossard at the bottom. I just, yeah, I don't see it, unfortunately, which is a shame for him. But mm, Shame for Nick. <laughs> yeah, there we are then. Uh, okay, well, that wraps <laughs> that topic up. Uh, next up, we have got some Would You Rathers, some of my favourite. And le- these will just do a few minutes on each one, so we won't go long into them. Uh, we've got s- some... Two of them are trades that have happened, and one of them is a trade that is currently offered, um, and I may accept. So I want to get your boys' opinion on it. So first up, we've got the trade that I did with Brad a couple of days ago, a few days ago, mm-hmm. uh, which was Chris Wood and Lucas Mora for Emil Smith Rowe and Jimenez. I had Smith Rowe and Jimenez traded them for Wood, uh, Wood and Mora, and I just want to flesh out my my opinion on this first. Um, basically, I offered it because I think Smithrow minutes are massively limited now because Saka, Martinelli, and uh, Odegaard look like the clear first choice. Smithrow is a brilliant player, but I just think they suit it better than he does at the moment. I think he probably will. Oh, fuck off, Nick. <laughs> For the audio listeners, Nick has changed his background to uh, Manchester City 6, Arsenal 3 from about three years ago. Um, yeah, I just, actually longer than three years ago because that's Bakary Sanya in the background. That's about six yeah. years ago, seven years ago. Yeah, I just think um, I think Smith Rowe. I didn't want to lose him, but I just think Lucas Moura is the better option for the time being. You know, Son's injured. Even when Son was fit, Moura was playing. Um, I think he's a decent player, and, and I think he'll outscore Smith Rowe. And then Jimenez has been pissing me off for months. He just keeps blanking. He's not shooting at all. I know he scored this weekend, but it was a penalty. And I know penalties still count, but Wood's probably going to be on penalties as well. So, you know, that's kind of a toss-up. And Jimenez just isn't isn't having chances. Like, it's not even that he's been missing chances like he was at the start of the season. He's just not been shooting, which is, you know, very disappointing. So, Wood's a gamble, but if Newcastle have any chance of staying up, Wood needs to score 10 goals for the rest of the season, I'd say, or at least like eight. And I'm not convinced Jimenez will get that many. So it's a bit of a gamble, but I think that's that's kind of how I think. Nick, Wood and Mora versus Smith and Jimenez, who, what one would you pick? Um, well, who will score more points? Who will score more points? Okay, so I think it comes down to... Um, oh, it's tough. So the way I would think about it, I think Mora... 
And well, Wood and Mora, I would probably go with because I think um, Wood's a class striker for a team. Nathan, stop giving me those looks. <laughs> Every time I say something, you've got you look at me eyebrows. Wood's a quality striker. Wood's yeah, a good he striker. He's a good team. Like, he scores a... 10 goals a year every yeah. year. It, I, the, he's the, not brilliant, but he knows the, how to score. It's a class signing for Newcastle. I, I think it's a good signing. It's, it's a very good signing for Newcastle. He's a, uh, I mean, if he's scoring goals, he generally scores goals of Burnley. Newcastle play a bit more expansive, and arguably have a few more. Have a they have Saint Maximan, right? Okay, who's a who's a talented player, um, and I think they will, they will that will hinge on how well the trade does. Yeah. Um, Smith, I mean, Jimenez is, I think he's past it now. I don't think he's going to get back to how his, his glory days. Um, and Smith Rowe doesn't seem to start in front of um, Odegaard. Yeah. And um, Mora seems to be Tottenham's sort of one of Tottenham's main men now. Um, yeah. Agreed. So, Joe, I, I would, I would, I think you've got the better trade there. And I think Brad's kind of cucked himself. Mike, what do you think? Uh, I'm actually going to say the opposite to uh, you two. So, PSR, I mean, I think he's been a great impact. So, when he comes on, he has been doing well. He's been scoring. But can you... Sorry, just just, I was going to say, how (laughs) consistently can you score when you come on for like 10 minutes? that's, that's, that's the problem. Right. And that's why that's... I wanted to get rid of him now because I feel like a string of blanks is coming. Because just, yeah, sorry, then, just um... to interrupt you, Mike, just quickly. No. <laughs> how, <laughs> sorry, how, uh, like, so these are his minutes over the last few games, right? So against City, he played 19 minutes, one point. Against Norwich, he scored, played, played eight minutes. Against Leeds, he scored, he played 12 minutes. Against West Ham, he scored, he played 24 minutes. And then he played zero minutes against Saints, zero minutes against Everton, and and that's since since he's been out of the team. Yeah, that, you can't keep that up, surely. Well, no, I mean not likely. There is a chance that he just those particular games he did play well when he did come on. You know that that's what I was about to say. Actually, you know that's not really a consistent stat you can uh, bank yeah. on. Um, Jimenez. He's he is Wolves' main man though. I know he I know he's been terrible and he's frustrating, but he's got to like turn it around short. He's got to start scoring. And he is on pens, which is a bit of a bonus. Like it actually comes into play quite a bit. Um Wood, I think he's ass. I think oh, I think he's he, not he's not that he's a great man. stroke. I think he's got another three goals in in the rest of the season. That's it. No way. He Burnley have angry. been shit. Mm. But I don't think that's Newcastle. Yeah, no, I agree. But at least Newcastle like can create chances. Mm. The pro- Newcastle's main problem is their defence, whereas Burnley have not been created chances. I think it's impossible for Wood to look good in that Burnley team. Because yeah. when, you, when your two main creators are McNeil and Westwood, who are notoriously uncreative... Like I don't really see how he's going to thrive. I don't think he's great. I just think he's solid, and he knows knows how to score when he gets like a decent amount of chances. Uh, okay, so you you you'd go for Brad's side of that, which is well, I think more, it's pretty close. So I don't think it's crazy. I think the more the Mora pickups good. Like Mora's decent. I think Mora is the best pick of the four of them. Yeah, I mean, 
this is the way I saw the trade when you done it. I felt like you'd done Mora for him and as an ESR, and then Wood was just an extra that you. No, like, I, Wood, do, I do players, actually think Wood's good, to be honest. For them four, for me, for them four players. Let's say when Ineacho comes back, I could easily just drop Wood and pick up Ineacho. Nah, I wouldn't drop Wood. I don't I think could. Wood's droppable. I think he's uh, there. I think he's the most droppable player there. Nah, I don't. Well, he probably is the most droppable out of the four, but I, I personally don't think he's droppable in, in a in a league like ours. Okay, Nath, what are your thoughts? Um, I think Brad got the better deal there. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I think I think Neto's going to come back and going to uh, create these uh, these chances for Jimenez. The problem is Jimenez hasn't had uh, had too many chances, no. and the chances that he has had have been like really created just by himself. Mm-hmm. Where he he's normally relying on uh, Net. Well, he was relying on Neto and um, and Jota before this. Neto's been injured all year. Podence just isn't up to the quality that Neto and um, Jota are. So, yeah, I can, I can see Neto coming back, Jimenez scoring. Neto's, Neto's been out a lot more time, though. That's, that's so he's, me, he's meant to be coming out like... Coming I know, he's supposed to be coming back started soon. Train, started training and everything already. End of next but, month. Like, how how long back. is it going to take him to be sharp? Because he's like on my list of like long-term injury yeah. potential people to pick up when, you know, when the time's right. But... Yeah. How when people are out for that long, sometimes it can take them a month just to get mm. sharp again, and by that yeah. time we're into fucking April. Yeah, so. no, I, I, I've I've just got. I don't I don't think Chris would. I've I've agreed the same with uh, same with Mike. I think Chris Wood's got like two goals in him or something like that for the rest of the season. Okay, I just don't, I just Fair don't enough. think he's that 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 great this year. Hasn't like, looked sharp sharp at all. Uh, no. I, I would agree. I don't think he's looked good, but you know, sometimes the change is as good as the rest. Um, okay, then on to the next one. Uh, this was a trade done by Nick and Mike. Uh, it happened a few hours ago. Jesus for Decore. So Mike has lost Jesus and gained Decore, and Nick vice versa. Um, I'll go first. I think I'd rather have Decore in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well. I think Decore will score more points for the rest of the season in this. Mainly because, I mean, we don't even need to talk about Jesus' fucking rotation and all that. Even when he's played, he's not been returning much lately anyway. And he doesn't seem to have been able to recapture that for me at the start of the season. And Everton have got a load... City have zero unrescheduled games at the moment. So they're one of the few teams that, as it... You know, unless they get an FA Cup postponement, don't have any doubles in the in the pipe. Where Everton have three or four, I think. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get more games. Decore, you know, he's not been as good as he was at the start of the season. We can all agree on that. But with 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 Rafa gone, maybe the chain will, will come off a bit and he'll have another go at getting in the box. So I, I think I'd rather have Decore. Nath, uh, I'll come to you next because I'm sure we know what the other two think. What what do you reckon? Yeah, no, I agree with that. Completely, yeah. Um, I think it all de- all depends on. I just I just I just wouldn't want to have a uh, a pet attacking player, to be honest. Really, just too too it. much rotation, too much rotation. I love playing the. Um, what's my blood pressure going to be at uh, 
<laughs> two o'clock on a Saturday. Am I going to be happy or am I going to be sad? Because you can normally tell as soon as the lineup comes out. Uh, mm. Okay, fair enough then. Uh, Nick, let's go to you first then. So you gained Jesus in this trade. Um, yeah. Was it was it purely for the player? Or was it a positional thing, or do you just think he's better? Um, is it forward, defense, <clears throat> mid, or what, what? 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 What drove you to get this trade happening? Uh, I. <laughs> Were you I just have, a bit sick of Decore and I was, I was just sick because right, that I happens. Calvert, I have Calvert-Lewin for, for Everton. Um, <laughs> and obviously, I'm still waiting for him to like start. But I had Decore and he hadn't really done anything. And I was like, oh, I don't want to drop him. But like, I might be able to get like someone who's a bit better. I mean, I'm gonna get, hopefully I'm going to be eight points clear of fourth place come end of this game week. So I was like, I, I can take a punt on Jesus. Um, I don't need him to start performing for the next couple of weeks and I think he will work his way back into the team uh, so that was kind of my thought process with it it was more like looking to the future and taking a punt on him and having a player that I can kind of like just I mean I can drop him in a couple of weeks time and bring someone else in if it doesn't work out where Decora I felt like I couldn't drop because he plays 90 minutes every week yeah, uh, do you know? Do you guys understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do. And sometimes, like I personally love having a defender and a midfielder in my team that I can drop at any yeah. week. I like being able yep. to pick up a defender and pick up a midfielder. Forwards, there aren't any mm. anyway, so I don't really care about that. Keeper, yes. some people like us. What? Alonso, oh, yellow card. Oh fuck's sake! <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> Fucking yellow card for Alonso. Thanks, Mike. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I like having someone you can drop, and and so I kind of see why why that makes sense. <gasps> uh, Mike, I'm sure you you agree with me and Nathan and that, and that's why he did the trade. <gasps> oh, what a save! Yeah, I, I, that was nearly a cuckoo assist. Fuck oh. me. Fuck me, I'm sweating here. I can't even see the game. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually nothing worse than having a really important game, yeah. having score notifications, and my only vibe of what's happening is from you two. <laughs> and, well, it's from Nate. Oh, and it's who from scored? Who scored? Who scored? Webster? Webster? No. Burn? Is it Dan Burn? Yes! Webster, fuck you, Webster. Get in there. Mike, that's a big what old a goal. goal. That's like a 15-point for you, Mike. Fuck, I needed that's that class. fucking I needed a clean. cheat badly. Assist? Uh, whoever was taking it, I think it was... Um, it what's his name? Gross, gross. Oh, fucking... No, nah, it's Bullshit. a big gorilla. No, it wasn't he. I said Pete Stakers, Nathan. I think it's Veltman. <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, uh, oh, that is a massive man. goal for you. Oh no, it's McAllister. That is a massive goal for you, Mike. That's oh, that really? could have won you the game. That, that in fact, that probably has. Won wow! You. What a run! What a run by Webster there. No one picked him up in the middle. They had nobody in the middle there. Then no one marking him at all. What? Just nobody marking him at all. That's weird. Crossard just cool. coming on as well. Oh, Fantastic! I can see Brighton winning this. Oh, fuck me. They've they been piling on the pressure all of this half. Yeah. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I was never confident in that really good clean sheet from the start. I never really thought it was coming in. 
shit. I, I love oh, I love Webster. What a Pompey boy. Come on. Didn't you predict 2-1 Brighton, Joe? Was it you that predicted that? No. Oh. No. Someone did. No, no yeah. I, I would have oh, I didn't, but I would have probably said one all. Anyway, carrying on with the with yeah. the podcast. Um <laughs> let's go let's go on. Uh, sorry, Mike, do you have anything to add about that trade? Yes. So it wasn't actually the first trades I put out. That was actually from Nick. I actually mm. messaged Nick because I was looking at my team and I was looking at Jesus. And for me, I just I just had a nightmare with uh, City players this season. I've pretty much cleared cleared shop of all of them now. I've only got Rodri, who I'm happy to keep because he's good for the uh, Kante points. But um, Jesus, what done it for me was when like. Mares went to Afcon. I thought, right, Jesus has to be starting these next like mm-hmm. three, games, three games, three or four games, and he wasn't. He was still dropped. And for me, I was like, he's not going to play. He's actually not going to play anymore. I can't see it. So I was like, right, I need to get rid of him. So I messaged Nick. I said, look, so how about Jesus? That's my standard go to when I need to get rid. He of He played on me, and I couldn't help myself. I couldn't. <laughs> that help is my go to. Honestly, like, if I need to get rid of a Saints player, it's Brad. If I need to get rid of a City player, it's Nick. I think, Nick. right, come Straight on, Straight to Nick. Nick. I said, right, Daka for Jesus. And he said, no, no way. Not doing it. I said, right, DCL. He was like, no, I can't do it. I thought, like, all right, I'll leave it. I'm not going to get rid of Jesus now. No one's going to want him. And all of a sudden, he messaged me saying, Decore. I was just like... I've been looking to get rid of him. Can I get him? So <laughs> you caught me at the right time. Yeah, yeah that's, not, that's good, that. I even, cool. uh, I even set up a little bit more bait. Because what I'd done, I sent a trade to Mac, Jesus for Jolington, knowing Mac yeah, won't do the that. trade. Yeah, I knew Mac look. wouldn't do that trade, but I thought if Nick sees that, that might entice him a little <laughs> bit. Just <laughs> that, you're relying on Nick to actually look at the look at the set. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even see it. <laughs> you, I saw you put something in the chat. It was like, oh, Mac needs to hire. For I was like, what the hell is he on about Mac for? I like, didn't even look. Yeah, and, and then um, Nick, Nick said, oh, well, I can't accept the trade. And it's because I had too many mids. And I said, yeah. oh, maybe Mac's accepted it already. And he was like, oh, for fuck's sake, like put yeah. angry faces and that. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Okay, and uh, final one tonight, uh, final would you rather is Brozier versus Eduard. Uh, John offered me this earlier. I'm seriously considering it. I may, I may do this. I don't know if the offer's still open in my thing, but I'm sure John will do it if I offer it to him. Uh, I think Edouard's fucking good, you know. I think he's Palace's main man now. And, uh, yeah, I just think he's a great player. Um, I like Brozier as well, but I'm just not convinced. Uh, I'm not convinced he's going to keep his pretty great run of goals up. Um, I will go to Nathan first. I'm sure he'll say Edouard, Edouard. as a Pompey fan. <laughs> Do you think it's close? Uh, no. Okay, Mike. Um, I think I think this is very close. Uh, when it comes down to minutes, I think they both like keep the same amount yeah. of minutes. They should yeah, both. That's what I the think. Minutes. They're both the best striker. That sometimes yeah. get rotated, I think. Exactly, club. yes. I think they keep the same amount of minutes. Um, may, does it come down to who's got the better squad? Maybe? Mm. Not too sure. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. It seems like for Saints, Breuer is where all... Breuer. Fuck. <laughs> is where like the goals come from now. And whereas Palace, it could be quite a few other players. Like, it doesn't have yeah. to just be Eduard, if you know what I mean. 
I don't know. I honestly don't know what I'd do in your position. I think it's quite even. So up to you. Fair enough. Nick? Uh, yeah, I should probably agree with what Mike said. I wouldn't know what to do in your position, even though it is sometimes nicer just to refresh your strikers. And I don't feel like if you accept it, I don't feel like you're taking a downgrade and you're not taking an upgrade. Um, and sometimes, yeah, it's just nice to refresh your team and like. It's nice to do that. So yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't give you any information. I would enlighten or help you with your decision. I. I think. I think it's very simple. It's Crystal Palace or Southampton. Crystal no. Palace. Well, do you know what? <laughs> I I actually just went to accept it then, but a classic John has retracted. Oh, so I'm going to get. Oh. I'm going to send it to him. I think. What um. What well, also I think Broy has come off. Twice now, isn't he? With like injuries, yeah. It seems to be. He's, 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 he's still, he's still a very young player. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm sending it. I've sent it to John. We'll see. We'll see if he accepts. I don't think he will. John is a classic. He'll send you stuff, and then retract it before you can answer, and then you send it back uh-huh. to him. And he rejects it. And you're like, what? Why? Why are you playing these games? <laughs> yeah. See, for me, he he he'll. Do you know? I'll, the send, one, I'll you... send something. He'll say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, send it," and I'll send it, and then he'll like reject it straight away and go, "Idiot." <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, well? he's played well too much uh, football manager. That's the problem. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I um, I I think my head is telling me that Edward is the better pick. The problem is because I get these free Saints tickets. I it, it's really exciting <laughs> going to the live game and watching the main Saints man playing up front and when he scores <laughs> it's like doubly as good and th- I think that's honestly yeah. what's clouding my judgement here I think I should just try and get the trade done anyway I've sent it to John and we'll see what he does um, who's uh, who's Pompey's main man Nath? <laughs> Ronan Curtis who? <laughs> great player great player um, Island International Joe I've actually got a trade sat here on my phone uh, oh my Edward for Virginio what do you yeah what do you think about that i don't know would you do Georgina we, we were we were talking about this earlier weren't we mike yeah me and nathan discussed that if, if it's worth i think do you know if there were no kante points i think that'd be easy and I, i'd say eduard but the thing is with Jorginho, he doesn't he seem doesn't to be... get loads of kante points does he and he's not playing as much. Now that Kovacic is back, mm. Kovacic seems to be the... And he can't, he's never going to be dropped. Can't I'd take that, Mike. Mm. I'd take that. Do you know, I, I, don't I, want, I don't want you to do it because I want Eduard. <laughs> I, I think you'd be silly not to take that. I, I mean, think you, you should probably... probably yeah. Oh, he cancelled it just then. No! <laughs> <laughs> no! Is Has he it? here? Is he in this chat? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think it's because I offered him? I offered him the other yeah, one. Yeah, and he wants to think about maybe. it, and he's worried you'll accept it before he can think about it. I can't see John. Would you, Mike? Would you do Edward? If you got Edward off John, would you trade him to me for Broja? Broja. Probably would. Good lord! If you do it or not, Good then. lord! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like what you said. I'd like because I go to quite a few Saints games, and it'd be nice oh, to yeah. see. It is nice. It is. There. It is yeah. exciting to. Like, I'm very excited to see Jesus banging free against Southampton on Saturday. To be fair, last time you come down, Nick, we smashed you. <laughs> we'll see. 
Right, let's move on to the Game Week 23 preview then. We'll have to do this in a reasonable amount of time. Otherwise, this is going to be about four hours long. So let's do these reasonably quickly. Um, first up, I'm playing Brad. Um, I think I am going to beat him. I like the City pair away to Saints. I like Jotter away to Palace. I think Everton are going to... Uh, sorry, I think Villa are going to get a double game week. And I've got the Watkins-Ramsey double up, which sounds good. Uh, Watford may get a double game week as well. And that would be Norwich and Burnley, which sounds pretty good too. And I've got Foster in goal. Who knows You know if they manage to keep it clean or anything. So I think my fixtures are pretty good. Brad, on the other hand... Uh, is West Ham boys away to United, which isn't the worst fixture, but it's not the best. Sterling away to Saints could be a problem, but who knows if he'll start. Smith Rowe's got a home to Burnley, which is a good fixture, but who knows if he'll start. And uh, he's just got Jimenez up front away to Brentford, which isn't bad, but it's not amazing. So I like my chances against Brad next week. Okay, next up is... Uh, I'll skip Dave versus Con. We'll come back to that later. Mike, you are playing Nath. Yes. So, Mike, talk me through your team first, and then we'll go to Nath about his team. Yeah, I'm just getting it up right now. Um, so, Saar against Brentford. Um, could be good. Could be a clean there. Um, Thiago Silva against Spurs. Mm. I don't know, the way Chelsea are playing recently, I think Spurs could quite happily score there. Um, Consta's injured, Consta. So I picked up House, House, maybe you say it. Um, got Dawson, again, United. I, I, I'm looking at it, the only clean I can see me picking up is really. I can't really, <laughs> can't really see any other clean shots. Um, in midfield, Jorginho, might play, might not. Probably not. Rodrigo against Saints. It's not bad. Now got to Corre. Hopefully he can uh, go back to his old ways. Start banging in double digits. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bamford, I'm hoping this is the week. Should be back. He should be back. Should be back now, yeah. And it's against Newcastle. And he's going to score, take off his top and get rid of his bonus. Yeah. He could, Leeds could get a double game week this week. Really? Yeah, potentially. Uh, And I think it would be Newcastle and Watford, I think. That'd be interesting. Mm. Which would be great. It'll either be Newcastle and Watford or Newcastle and... No, yeah, I think if, if they get it double, I think it would be Newcastle and Watford, which would be yeah. great for Bamford if he's fit for both. Do you want me to go into Nath's team or do you want Nath to talk about Nath, have you got your team up or do you want Mike to go for it? Uh, it, it may stay different. Mike smashed me. Salah's not playing <laughs> for me, so, like, I, I, I will get maybe 12 points overall because Salah's sure. not playing. Yeah. So... <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> I mean, I hope that. Afcon's Afghan, really done me in. Like, uh, I'm, I'm on for two wins out of two since Salah's left. So I cannot yeah. wait for you to come forth in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be so good. <laughs> it happens every fucking year. Yeah. Top of the league, fourth in the playoffs every year. And I'm so excited. <laughs> it always happens. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be uh, close, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, I think Mike has some problematic fixtures, and obviously he's got Mane away, which is his, obviously not as good as Salah, but it's probably still he's my top four. So, yeah. So yeah, I, I think I hate to say it, but I think that's probably another Nath win. Yeah. Um, okay, then. I'm just lucky. Up, I'm just lucky. You, you are. <laughs> No, you're you're a fancy god. Uh, next up, Nick, uh, yeah. you are playing four. Jordan Bannister. So talk us through your your right. pictures and, and how you think you're gonna do. Gonna start with Bannister's team here. Looking okay, at its defence, oh. is Tommy Asi going to be back? I love the tone already. Yeah, it's Tom, Tommy Tommy Asi. Tommy going to be back, Joe. Uh, I suspect yes, probably. Fuck. All right, you not one hundred percent, but I suspect so. Uh, so he's got Van Dyke versus Crystal Palace away, clean there. White and Tomoyasi versus Burnley at home, probably two cleans there. De Gea at home to West Ham, possibly there. Um, so there you go. That's not looking good to start off with that. Go forwards. Fuck me, his team is shit. Um, going to the strikers. Lacazette versus Burnley at home, possibly oh, Ronaldo. Renan, yeah, and then Ronaldo uh, versus West Ham at home. All right, Just so ball three to Leeds. Yeah, so I'm yeah, I'm my, my ass handed to me there. So look at I that. Think ball's got, in for a decent week. Actually. Ball is in a hundred percent in for a decent week, and I'll happily admit that I don't think I'm gonna gonna win this one. But I mean, I do have. Um, so looking at my team, got Laporte versus Saints and Trent versus Crystal Palace. So I guess Trent needs a big return for there. Got Kepper in goal against Tottenham at home. Spurs have a poor record at the bridge. Um, so that is looking good. Got Maguire, obviously, against West Ham, but you know, under a joke. But still, I've obviously got Bernardo Silva uh, against Saints and Mount versus Tottenham. Uh, Odegaard should be back so that's looking good going forward got the clown that's Calvert-Lewin probably return zero Jesus won't start Daka versus <laughs> Brighton <laughs> Daka might start and then Lukaku who's the other clown versus yeah I'm not going to lie I think I'm going to get my ass handed to me this weekend so yeah again <laughs> it's all about the playoffs, Nate. You, you keep talking shit, but you can pull from the playoffs. <laughs> Tell Brad. Brad was like 25 Brad, points. Brad, it happened to Dave. It's happened yep. to Brad. It's happened to John. It's happened to Time, time to break time the trend. trend. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Um, okay, next up then, uh, looking at elsewhere in the league. Dave, uh, no, where am I? Dave's playing Connor. Uh, that will be. I think that I think this might be uh, a bit on the stinky side, to be honest. Um, Kane's at the bridge, as we said earlier. He does like a London derby, but I fancy Chelsea to do a number on him, to be honest. Uh, he's got mixed fixtures elsewhere. He's got Gundogan and Grealish away to Saints. Could be okay, but they may not even play. Who knows? Barnes at home to Brighton, I quite like actually. Um, I think he'll probably start for Leicester, given their sort of injury problems at the moment. Um, other than that, you know, he's got Bowen away to United. Could do it. Could do something any week. But I don't. Dave's fixtures don't scream great week. No, to me. Uh, whereas we look at Connor, he's got the double up for the uh, Liverpool defence away to Palace. 
could be a clean. Um, although I don't know, I think Palace could nick one there. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but if they do, I mean, he's he's in for a good week. Uh, he's picked. This is a weird one. Did anyone else that kind of picked up in Ketia earlier? And does yes. anyone know why? It's like but, they've got COVID or something. I'll tell you why. Because it's does that, he think he's going? Or? That site. No, that site. Um, that John always uses that football Fantasy scout. Football scout. He's yeah. got Nick. They got Nick Terry up front, in front of uh, like a. Do you got him? Yeah. <laughs> Mkhitaryan's gone for a cross between Mkhitaryan and Nketiah there. What's his name? Nketiah. or whatever. Just call him Eddie. Just call him Eddie. Just call him Eddie, yeah. Just call him Eddie. That's intrigued me because I don't really understand why they would have to drop him for. Is there something wrong with Lacazette or am I... No, no, they've got him playing, but they've got him playing behind. Oh, I see. I'm guessing that is because of Odegaard. Possibly. If Odegaard's still got COVID, and if Smith Rose Smith Rose Saka's also got a knock. Right, that's why. I I don't see that happening because I think everyone will be back. I think Smith Rowe will probably be back. I think Saka will probably be back as well. Um, so I don't I don't see that happening to be honest. Uh, uh, he played against Liverpool, didn't he? So, in the Carabao yeah. Cup. So maybe that's what he's going for him. Which seems, is... seems like mm-hmm. a, yeah, a bit of a punt, that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, his team looks, his, team, his fixtures look okay, to be honest. So, yeah, I fancy, um, I hope Connor beats him because that means the playoff group is really packed in tight. Um, especially because I've, you know, I've got Brad. So, there's some tasty fixtures this week. Uh, we've also got John versus Jord. Uh, just quickly on this one. John is <laughs> smashing Jord this week. Uh, John's got sure. Oh, Let's have a look at Jord's team. Uh, Jord... For a man who hates United, he has Sean and Cavani. Yeah. He loves United. He, wa- he watches more United games than he does <laughs> Liverpool games. I will, <laughs> I will say really. this. J- Jordan needs to make some changes, actually. Jord's team has still been performing okay. But it's getting a bit rough around the edges. He needs a keeper uh, badly. Oh well, Ramsdale should be back actually for Burnley, I suppose. Um, but me, Luke, Luke Shaw needs to go. Cavani, I think, needs to go as well. Yeah. Um, you know, that's two changes. He's got a lot of players that could. You know, he's only getting probably nine out this week. You know, he needs to nip that in the bud. But and it, you know, his three Chelsea boys are playing Spurs, and he's also got a Spurs defender. So uh, it's not looking great for him. John, on the other hand, has some pretty decent fixtures. He's got two Leicester players at, oh. Brian at home. Dennis has got Norwich, which is a great fixture. He's picked up Harrison, who's got Newcastle at home, another great fixture. So I fancy John. I fancy John in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see John winning. And finally, <laughs> what's that smell? Oh, look at this. <laughs> What that is, is that smell? Is it Matt versus Ben? That is, yeah, that is. Look at Ben's team. I will say, Mike <laughs> is currently on the highest score this week, and Ben was on the highest score last week. So maybe I'm being disrespectful, but this just stinks. <laughs> it stinks to high heaven. There's county points left, right, and centre. Oh Max currently got a five at the back, and of his. He's got five <laughs> right. So Mac Max lineup at the moment is a five at the back. He's then got three midfielders, 
two of which are CDMs and one's Tielemans, who's kind of box to box. He's then got two forwards, one of which, Joe Linton, is playing CDM, and the other one is Firmino, who's a renowned defender. <laughs> so, Mac is playing the most defensive team you could possibly face this week. And we also, Ben's team um, is full of Kante point players. Just, well. just bring up Mac having Lingard. Um, still. Still. The man, I picked him up. Five games have gone past for United and he's played a total of one minute in all of those game weeks. Yet the man, he's like, oh, he's moving to, to um, West Ham. Yet you look it up and it's Lingard doesn't want to join West Ham. It's the first yeah. thing that comes up when you click on the news tab. So please get rid of him. Mac. Hey, he's been doing his research. Oh. <laughs> Joe, please insert what? that meme of the SpongeBob where he nails a plank to his head. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I actually, know. I actually offered um, Matt quite a few players for Lingard. I think Lingard's going to get the move. To be honest, I think he would have I... moved if he was, if it was going to happen. Do you not know think? No, I no. I think it's, I think because I think it's all about a new manager. So, like, is 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 he going to play him? Is he talking behind the scenes and stuff like that? Are they just waiting for West Ham to make at least over ten million? offer on him which is not going to come we, we kind of had touched on this discussion a little bit last time but do you think Lingard starts for West Ham at the moment I'm, I don't yeah. think he does I actually don't think Ben Rama has been playing too great mm, and, no, um, no yeah true yeah. true enough uh, yeah I don't I don't think I don't know I, I'm not convinced he plays week in week out for West Ham at the moment but you know, may, maybe maybe I'm wrong, but you're right. Ben Rama has been off the boil a bit. Um, I could also see Lingard going to Newcastle as well. There's been pretty. I think he's actually, in terms of the bookies, he's more likely to go to Newcastle than West Ham at the moment. But then the bookies have everyone going to to Newcastle, so mm. can't pay too much credence into that. I don't think. But mm, that's an interesting one. I I do think it's just funny that he picked him up in like the start of December <laughs> when he's probably not going to move until close to deadline day, which is almost yeah. two months of one point. So, yeah. <laughs> okay then, uh, that is a pretty big show. I think we're good hour and a half in, so we better get more time on it there. Have I done all the games? Cause I know people get offended when I, when I miss them out. Let me just check me versus Brad, Dave versus Connor, Mike versus Nath, Nick versus Boar, John versus John. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, right, thank you for watching or listening even. Um, go and subscribe to YouTube, like the video or whatever. Um, watch out for the waiver video, which is going to be coming up in the next couple of days. Hopefully the double game is getting out soon and then I can do the video. If not, I'm just going to have to guess. Other than that, uh, thank you for watching and we shall... We, In fact, I don't... Actually, no, there will be a show next week uh, but there won't be one the week after because I'm skiing. So there will be one next week and then there'll be a, a week's break. So thank you for watching and we'll see you later.